2: So Jeff Hurst, the trailer booking, and Billy Bonds, a Paolo Di Caprio, West Ham United, more than just a podcast, more than just a podcast.
3: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to more than just a podcast. Podcast.
2: I don't
3: um, yeah, we did the wrong way around, because George usually does that. Uh, guess what? We are on our way to our first Premier League oh, wow. game. Guess what? We are in Bow at the moment. We've just been to a pub called the Bow Bells, and not the Two Bells, as I said, live on TalkSport. And okay. <laughs> two minutes ago. Um, and we're going to our second pub, probably called the Lighthouse. I'm here with John. Hello. I'm here with George, who's just returned from his sickbed. Hello. And uh, we're going to do another outside broadcast because, unfortunately, it's uh, still holiday season and I'm going off to Spain next week. And I don't think the, the two guys can carry on without me. So, uh, <laughs> so what do you reckon for today, John? You know, that tricky first Premier League game against AFC Bournemouth, which we lost last season.
4: We, I think it's quite a big game, actually, because I think we need a win considering that, well we always need a win but considering that considering that we've got uh, City away coming we narrowly lost to Chelsea which was obviously a disgrace with Costa though we played bloody awful so I think in in the terms of getting our season up and running we need to win today Sean Um, Are you just copying what I said on Talksport? Or were you just copying what I said to you on the way here?
3: It might have been. Either way, we're just walking past Bow Garage, if, if uh, you've ever walked down this street. Um, it's all new to us. George, the voice of reason, not Rees-Den, as I said last week, that tricky first league game against Bournemouth, AFC Bournemouth, which we lost last season,
5: what do you expect from today with all the injuries? Um, I think it's going to be a tricky game. I think Bournemouth are going to be up for it. I think they lost their first game, so they need a win. Um, we lost our first game, so we need a win. So I'm expecting a high intensity, exciting encounter. Where, who you expected as right back, who you expecting up front? Um, I'm hoping Byron plays right back, starts at right back, and Antonio plays in his actual position further up the pitch. Um, and I'd imagine up front we'll either have Valencia or the new boy, Caleri, right? Well, I hope so. I mean, from my point of view, I
3: watched the uh, Trevor Sinclair interview with gavin Brady yesterday on uh, Talk Sport. Not Talk Sport. What was it? It was Football Focus. And um you know, that I think they were saying was, you know, big teams will come like it's a uh, something to prove because you know, big stadium they're gonna to want to take scalps, so I think that's gonna give them an extra factor and it won't feel like a home game at the moment, certainly not for the fans and probably not for the players yet. So I'm nervous.
2: <laughs>
3: Very nervous. And I think there's a good chance we could lose today, I'm afraid to say. I haven't got your predictions, but I'm gonna go back to your predictions. I'm gonna start. We have a disappointing draw and say we're going to only scrape a point. I'm um, say
4: one-one, John. I think we need to. I think we're going to win, Sean. I agree. I think our stadium will inspire other teams to play, but we're going to we'll get over that because we're here now. So, but I do think we we're going to win today. We've, well, we
5: need to win. Simple, isn't it? Really. Back to the
3: voice
4: of
5: reason. Prediction, prediction. Two-one, West Ham. There you have
3: it. Uh, we will might talk to you a bit later when we get to our next pub. As I say, we're walking to the Lighthouse, aren't we? Is that the next
4: pub? What's your What's your thoughts on, on all our extraordinary summer signings this season? What do you think of our wonderful, like, 40, 50 million pound stri- striker called Andre A. Was it Au? Onechondre is it his name.
3: Yeah. All I will say, John, and then you're going to say I'm, I'm towing the party line, but we spent 42.5 million pounds on transfers, which is a record for West Ham. And I say that again, so you don't miss it: 42.5 million pound in transfers. Okay.
4: Right. Now it's true that we got yeah, sorry, 10 million sorry, pound I, I back. Can I just counter that and ask you? How many of those 42.5 million transfers do you feel actually have improved our team?
3: So, I would say the jury's still out on this one. Oh. <laughs> um Figurley, Tor, Well, Faguli was a free transfer, so he's not no, included no, in no, that there's That nothing 42. Million. There's nothing free. Sure. There's nothing yeah. free. And uh, Northfelt was also a free transfer, but there's nothing free. Mm. Tor was alone. million so Torre yeah so really the money's gone on AU it's gone on Lanzini don't forget Lanzini's a signing this season oh right Uh, Right, that's another 10 million
4: he is a signing this season Uh, why is West Ham run in a series of smoke and mirrors
3: I'm just saying he is a signing he was a loan signing last year you can't just conveniently say oh he's not a permanent signing he was a permanent he was our first permanent signing of the summer he was, yeah. That's good signing. So, uh, where did the other money go? How on many Arthur, these? the left back, six million. Um, I'm forgetting someone. Who am I forgetting? Um, anyway, I've done the sum. It's it's 42. Point, sums. It's 42.5 million. Yeah. When we we sold, obviously, James Tompkins for 10 million.
4: So can't give away Valencia.
3: Uh, Valencia. No one wants Valencia
4: for 12 million. That's certainly right. So, what? Seriously, my question back to you is: Are you a midfielder being bought as our marquee striker? and Fagouli possibly I think could make a difference but then where else is the improvement this season?
3: I would agree Fagouli doesn't look like he's up for the, uh, physical enough for the Premier League oh, uh, AU probably- scores six six goals in eight appearances when he appeared as a striker for, for Swansea so I think you might be surprised but we're going to have to wait four months to find that out though
2: Yeah, obviously.
3: apparently I hear, and the, the club haven't said this the muscle has actually come away from the bone so it's quite serious.
4: So is that like a game-changing injury? Will he ever be the same again?
3: That's a good question. I'm not a med- medical person. I know. I, I think I know everything about football, but not
4: this. Okay, we'll do what you normally do and just read about it from somewhere else and then repeat it. Sure.
3: Yeah, I will Google it later and and make something up. Right. Uh, we're going to carry on walking. Where are we? Going left or right? Right. 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 Okay. So. Um, We've just done the Lighthouse Pub. Very nice too. Just <laughs> done it. Yeah, we've just done. We've just done it. Just off Iceland Road, E3. Just by Hackney Wick. Uh, we can see the stadium here. John, a little bit too modern for your
4: like. Yeah, it was more up your street when it? it was like a wine bar type. Lots yeah. of Indian pale ales.
3: A, a very cheap, though. I had a nice Peroni, um, for, uh, around a, a ram was £7.20 for three of us, although one was a, a soft drink. Although I will say, look, if we look here, there's a derelict sort of, a uh, garage opposite us. It looks a bit more East London now.
4: Makes me feel more at home, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, I wish we could take a picture of that to show how damn market you we have are. If the technology, Sean, you yeah. could. Uh, so yeah, we're on to the. We're in Wick Lane at the moment. For anyone who knows the area, like Nigel, uh, and we're on to the Plow Swan Wolf next. We're we're following George um, with his 21st century technology and uh, and yeah and Google Maps. The one thing to say is there's quite a lot of parking, particularly on a Sunday. So, if you wanted to park down here, a lot of people we met in the pub, about 20, 30 West Ham fans in the Lighthouse pub, you could park here on a Sunday at least, couldn't you? Yeah, a lot of single yellow lines. Um, I don't know. What What about by that derelict thing? Could you park up there on the pavement where people are parking? You just single yellow lines. Cor, cool, look, at, look at the derelict place here and all the rubbish, John. I, I don't know. It's like being back at Green Street.
4: Ah, a great bloody relatively posh to all that. Look, look, look,
3: there's a roller there. Someone's parked their roller in there. Yeah. Right, we're by the big yellow building at Petticoat Lane, no, in Wick Lane. Which way are we going, George? Straight on, okay? Right. Right, okay, right. Straight okay. on yeah. So, uh, the plough at Swan Wolf was not successful. It was completely rammed in there. John wasn't impressed with the beer choices, were he?
4: <laughs> no, it's, if you like a craft beer... And what you, is a craft beer? It's just like a little, especially, a yeah, little hippie's beer. So it's just not, yeah. not, there's not, weren't any proper beer there, was it? Yeah. We're, we're now walking
3: past the stadium. We're, we're literally outside the corporate entrance. players. Um, the players' entrance. So we're walking past the players' car park, uh looking at the stadium. Uh, the wrap's all up. John, you must be cl- glad with the fabric wrap being up
4: now. It probably makes you a bit more happy. Yeah, it's really impressive. It's not quite as impressive as the... Di- digital wrap we were promised
3: that's easy for you to say it, yeah um, the problem with the digital wrap is it wouldn't work in daylight
4: since <laughs> 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 <the> 21st century
3: <laughs> well, well planning permission says they already could have a certain brightness with the LEDs and it wouldn't work in daylight
4: oh uh. Anything will do if it blocks out a bit of wind for the winter.
3: This is a like, bit like wallpaper in fabric, and they only last five years, they replace them every five years. So if you get bored with them, you could change to a different kind. This is the Olympic kind of shard effect in Clareton Blue.
4: Yeah, I'm impressed Sean, yeah.
3: And now the digital screen's not quite ready, the HD screen, 83 metres wide, because it's still got to go through a government procurement process. It'll be here in October with a free Wi-Fi.
4: October? Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. We might get a strike. The season starts in August.
3: Yeah, I know, I know, I know. You can't have everything. It's not like they didn't know we were moving in here and when the season started, is it? But come on, when you look back through the car park, look at the stadium with the rack, you can't be... You can be a little bit impressed, can't you?
4: Sean, it's an impressive stadium. It feels like a national stadium. It doesn't feel like home yet.
3: We are having some debate, a moaning debate, about taking our route to the to the back we're trying to go to the barges to see our, our friends at hammers chat aren't we and john's debating whether george is taking the right I think,
4: way i just think yeah i just think that we walked down some steps there
3: <laughs> go. it's a great view of our new stadium and the orbit
4: oh it's great yeah i, I, I come to football for views so
3: look at that slide john that's a, one of the that's the largest slide in europe by the way <laughs> <laughs> I've, dropped the, I've dropped the dictaphone for about the fourth time, yeah. Well, look, there's people playing football in the park, jumpers for go- goalposts and all that, yeah. Wouldn't get that in Green Street, would you, George? No, you wouldn't, Sean. Sure. No. It's you're lovely you're out here. You're impressed, aren't you sure? I am impressed, and I'm looking here at a wonderful stadium with the wrap complete with 68 fabric panels, and I'm going, it feels like home. Hi. And we're inside the London Stadium. We've worked, we've bumped into lover of London Stadium, lover of... Uh, he's wearing a Times Ironworks shirt, actually. It's Nigel Come on, Hi, Nigel. I can
6: wear this because I'm from Cannon Sound. What do you think of the view from our seats in 113? The view from your seat is uh, very, very uh, palatable. What's the view for your seat? Where are you, by the way? Uh, <laughs> I'm on row 66, which is a long way back. I think it's about where... Tesco's was on the Barking Road. And how's, how's the view? Uh, a long way away. Way fans there, 2,800 of them. I think it'll be a better atmosphere today. Do you reckon people are going to sit down today? Uh, I hope not, no. Oh, but as long as they sit down in front of me. Sit down! Sit down. What do you reckon the score will be today? I reckon 2-1 West Ham. Yeah, you reckon a win yeah. without Andy Carroll or Pyatt? Yeah, we don't need them. Who's going to score? Um, well, not Andy Carroll or Payette. Antonio? Uh, James Collins. Great atmosphere, in not there? Very good, yeah. Very good. Here. Down here. Down here. Come down here with us. Cheers, Nigel. Enjoy your uh, heaven seat. Thank you very much.
5: off
3: West Ham United versus AFC Bournemouth come on you Irons your view john my view's good john. <laughs> what, what do you think about the lime green they've replaced it with astroturf it's slightly better it's the... better it's not plastic
5: it's better
4: and and the sails the current blue sails yeah, yeah we were laughing at them earlier i'm sure they look really good on the television but you can still see everything you want to see you can still something.
5: see the
3: breeze blocks
4: and the scaffolding and
3: you know? the scaffolding yeah. and the, and the yeah. cable ties
4: what i really liked was the song just then saying... which one was that Fuck off, Brady. We'll stand where we want.
3: John, why did you just ask that Stuart?
4: <laughs> trying to make people sit down at the front. I will just ask him, said to him, if he could get their way rounds to sit down, then maybe we we might sit down.
3: And all 2,800 former fans are pretty much standing up,
4: aren't they? They are pretty much uh, standing up, yeah, they are. Are you going to sit down? Well, if they're standing up, I might might stand up, yeah. yeah. I might stand up too.
3: close him anyway it's too yeah what do you think after 22 minutes we got a little break in pain a lot of
4: huffing and puffing at the moment i think we we'll look all right to be fair it's good go either way i think
3: george 22 minutes gone a little breaking play can we win
5: this
2: <laughs> yes
5: <laughs> oh come on expand on a yes well of course you can win it it's stupid question
3: Netting. 36 minutes John you're still standing mate
4: <laughs> yes I am
3: are you worried your season ticket is going to be revoked
4: well I don't know what's going on They keep walking up and down and talking a lot
3: no one seems to have told anyone stand down the 18 rows in front of us are still standing up
4: no one told me to sit down so.
3: yeah no steward has ever told to sit down so there you go oh. if you're listening Karen Brady we have not been asked to stand uh, sit down and uh, no one in front of us has
6: been asked to sit down. Nice move from Sam Byron, he got a yellow. Sam Byron, too, two. He's a good right back, isn't he? Two great, two great
4: stops there, he's done very well. Worth a yellow card.
5: I think they're both yellow cards, actually. I don't think he's lucky to still be on the pitch. There you go. So it's half time.
3: West Ham United nil. AFC Bournemouth 0. Uh, we're having our beer. Amstel. And uh, I got served, I came down at 38, or went came down, there's no coming down, it's all coming across. <laughs> and, and, sorry, there's an announcement at the moment. And I have got served with 120 seconds, I'm pretty impressed with that, £4.70 for an Amstel beer, is that expensive?
4: Well, it is London, I suppose, so it's not too bad, is it really? We are in the London Stadium. Uh, you're right, it's about right. I'm and we are West Ham London. It's, it's not like pub prices but it's not bad for a venue it's quite nice it's cold it's nice beer it's better than shit we got at the other place yeah. I thought is Heineken
3: is a partner is Amstel a Heineken beer must be
4: must be yeah it's not a beer podcast no, I don't <laughs> like it's not a
3: beer podcast <laughs> let's talk about the first half then John um, anything to write home about not really
4: no Valencia <laughs> no, there's nothing to mention, is there? We haven't had a show on target, everyone.
3: But... Right, well, let me ask you if you were Slavon Bilic and you know who's on the bench, what would you do second half?
4: All right, who's on the bench? Let me think. Kaleri. I'll bring Kaleri on for Valencia. Valencia's had his chance, he's tried time and time again, the man. He just doesn't do what he does for his country, for us, does he? he just... Byron is right back, he works hard. Byron's done all right. I think he, he had a very good foul, a double foul. But yeah, nice. No,
3: and uh, and uh, Antonio is looking more alive now. He's back in his uh, winger position.
4: Antonio is what I would call an uncut diamond. The man, he is. It's got something about him, but he hasn't got. Qu- he hasn't quite got it.
3: The good news about that is the opposition don't know what to expect because we don't know what to expect. And I, I don't even know he knows what he's no, doing off. I
4: don't up. think he knows what he's doing off the time either.
3: Anyway, Georgie, 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 Georgie. Um, You said Byron
5: deserved a a double yellow at one point. I did say that, and I said it on the podcast, so they've just heard that. Um, I'm just actually watching the unveiling of our new African partners, Capital Oil. Capital Oil from Nigeria. Yeah, exciting, exciting times. Does that mean we get discount on petrol?
3: I hope so, but it also means the more money we earn like this, the more money we can spend on players, because FFP... Uh, this extra money helps. Yeah. What do you think the first half? Is there any change you'd make
5: as uh, as manager? I would uh, uh, take Valencia off. I agree with John that he's had his chance for a couple of years now. He hasn't really performed, scored the odd few goals, but very frustrating to watch, especially this year. At Chelsea on Monday night, he could barely kick a ball. Um... Yeah, I'd agree.
3: Is Fletcher on the bench? Is Fletcher... I can't, I can't remember. I didn't see the no, did team. Is Fletcher on the bench?
5: Uh, yes, I think he is, yeah. I'd bring Fletcher on
3: and Clary. Because he looks tasty. He's tasty. He's tasty. Um, we didn't talk about the Chelsea match. your views of the Chelsea game? Um, I think we
5: were dreadful from ten minutes in... Uh, I thought first ten minutes we were a better team. We had more of the ball, looked more assured, and then all of a sudden it was Chelsea, Chelsea all the way. And I think a draw would have been a good result for us, but I don't think we deserved it. Let me fast-forward you to Romania on Thursday. Any better there? I didn't see all of that match, um, but from what I did see, I saw about a, a half, and, yeah, we were pretty awful um Again, really? It's not not very exciting at the moment. Yeah. The wise
3: old shoulders of John. You saw both matches. I did. Shit.
4: Not very inspiring, no. Either way, both of them were not very good. Considering that we've had competitive games leading up to the start of this season, the would have would have been more up, up and out of them. But I've, I've, we've got so many injuries, it's ridiculous. I mean, take you out of it, we're still missing, like Lanzini, Pieta, who were the catalysts for our season last year. So yeah. we are in a bad way. Front, so. Well I was abroad in the Isle of
3: Wight. I saw a abroad. And I saw the Chelsea game in the, in the local pub. Uh, I was at the needles watching fireworks, so I missed the uh, Europa game but I watched it on highlights and uh, yeah he risked he risked Carol, didn't he? Bro-
1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: him
3: on 15 minutes, and that's where he picked up his, uh, his knock. He's going to be out for four to six weeks. And Pyatt also um, picked up a knock
4: in the Chelsea game how many years has Carroll got left on his contract
3: he had a five year contract and he was signed in uh, three years ago I think it's about two years left well you can't see to wait
4: to see the back of him no it's not I can't wait to see the back of him when he's a bit up and running Andy Carroll was unplayable but with him in the team we, we are, he's sort of stopping the way for someone else because he's so inconsistent up and down because of his fitness, he's stopping us getting someone else inside.
3: He tweeted out that he suddenly was getting fit this season because his fiance Billy Mucco asked him to. Um, he should have been fit. He's a professional and he? he's supposed to be fit all the time. No, but some people, obviously you can't
4: say that, can you? Some people suffer from different things, you know. He was out on
3: date night watching football on the table in some restaurant in Essex, drinking peppermint tea. The rumours of him might not be true.
4: I don't know. I've never heard that before.
3: Have you Have you heard that? Have you heard that um, Andy Carroll drinks peppermint
5: tea? I haven't. That's good for him though, isn't it? Yeah. It, it, uh, it sort of dispels all the rumours of the song we sing about it. Not necessarily, because he could just do that other weekends. I've got two questions for you, Sean.
0: Yeah.
5: All right? You're
4: the man. You're Mr West Ham football. You're in the know. I, I, you're on, you know, everyone at West Ham. Two questions. Are you inspired for this season? Do you think we're improving?
3: Well, no, I'm, I'm a bit concerned. And uh, the first half has done nothing to reassure me. This is going to be nothing else but uh, a struggle. And if we can finish in the top... I'm going to say, if we can, I'll be happy if we finish in the top 12 now, or even 14. What I don't want is we get a bad start and we end up in a relegation struggle because we've undone all the good work in the last six years from our glorious chairman, really. Right.
4: My next question is... Sorry. Do you think, like, um, what sort of business is West Ham? in Like, how, how many millions would you say, multi-million? Well, they
3: bought it for about 105 million. I, I value West Ham around 450 million. So now. It's,
4: it's a multi-million pound business.
3: It's going to have a turnover approaching. I know it was 120 million last year, with the oh, sale of right. Bowling Yeah, turnover with the sale of the 38 million and the extra money it got from various other things, is going to be approaching £200 million turnover,
4: either this season or next season. Okay. so my question to you is, do you think it's wise that a company of this size has its official media mouthpiece as a 16-year-old boy who's the son of the chairman?
3: Look, I love Jack, right? And I get on with Jack. All I'm going to say is, if I was a 16-year-old boy and my dad was a billionaire who owns the club the <laughs> bloody do the
4: same if I'm no, honest with you yeah but do you think that's wise from, from the point of view that you know when he's out there throwing out all these words of wisdom and all this leaking all this information there are some people here who, who live and breathe for us damn it's their life fuck so- it he's
3: living the dream man and if you were the son of a billionaire you wouldn't give a fuck either oh. He's a billionaire, yeah.
4: Really? Yeah, yeah. So he's a billionaire. Well, I don't know why right off the debt that they're charged is interest on. Well,
3: he's a billionaire on paper, so most of his billions come from property. He's not a cash billionaire. Uh, and therefore, you know, they want this business to be self-sustainable. At the moment, they, owe, they are owed about £65 million, But they haven't put any money in in the last two years. Like- we made a loss of £5 million last season, by the way.
4: Doesn't surprise
3: me. Doesn't surprise me. After making about 8.5 million profit the year before. But again, that's just paying off the debt. At the end of the day, and I told you this yesterday, you've got to make profit, a hundred million pound profit, to pay off a hundred million pound debt. If not, you're just transferring it
4: somewhere else. What you're not gonna do is stand there and say we're gonna spend thirty five million on Lacazette and then give us AU as a midfielder come now, striker. I-, I
3: won't disagree with you there, right?
4: Sometimes love Mr. Sullivan to bits.
3: He should keep it shut, and he should manage expectations. That's what it's all about, you know. Exactly. Like we're not a top, we're not a championship club.
4: No, and- we're not. We're not. And, we're, and us, us older boys, we, we're just glad to be in the Premier League. But yeah. the whole generation of people are going to get so upset when he talks about buying a Lacazette and then gives us a U. I and mean, then it's Creates like discontent, doesn't
3: it? I I understand that frustration and I share it. And sometimes I think David Sullivan gets too carried away and he says something and it gets picked up by the media. But you know what? David Sullivan. David Sullivan sometimes, it's just the way he is, he doesn't tell lies, he tells it like he is, and sometimes he's too accessible to fans, he's too accessible to the press, and, and they print everything, unlike some chairman, who either never talk to the press, never talk to the fans, or I would say, spin and lie. David Sullivan may be a lot of things, but he's not a liar, and he's not a spinner.
4: No, and what well, he should be, he's quiet, he's just sitting there in the background, just operating uncommonly let Lady Brady take all the glory she's trying to turn us into Arsenal
3: and that's what happens sometimes you know David Gold is definitely a a spokesman the elder spokesman he's much more PC he's much more media savvy as is Lady Brady Um, but you know it's a new beginning for West Ham. I still think we will get there, but it's not going to be overnight. We're not going to be Champions League overnight. And Slavon Village Bilic got lucky last season.
4: Just because we got this, this stadium, it, without a doubt, is an amazing stadium, yeah? Just because we've got this doesn't make us an amazing team. Simple ways. And they've got to put a team on the pitch to match the stadium.
3: I, I want to ask you a question now. Why is the floodlights on it?
4: God knows.
3: It's like, what is it, four o'clock... Five o'clock in the afternoon, and the floodlights are on. The sun's shining on the greenhouse. I don't know. It's strange. Anyway, that's uh, uh, that's our halftime ramble. Um, <laughs> it was a ramble, was wasn't you? it? Anyway, um, that's it for the time. I'm going to carry on drinking my beer. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're joining you for the second half. Come on, you iron. Second half. I've come up to the gods to uh, see Nigel Kahn. Nigel? You need oxygen up here, don't
6: you, mate? Oh, it's, yeah, it's been up here, mate, I'll tell you.
3: It's like watching... Uh, it's good, cos positionally, it's like watching... Uh, what was the game you used to play on the Spectrum?
6: <laughs> like, when you can see what the things... I'm not that old, Sean. What's the Spectrum? <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Uh, what did you think the first half? Uh, evens, really. Don't evens. Don't We're on the attack don't now. Don't Byron's just going to cross the ball. No, no, no. We're a bit light, I think, out wide. Playing Antonio left ain't working for me. I think this will be a draw. I've always said that. Yeah, nil-nil all over now, is it? But Antonio will score now. I wish people in front of us would sit down. Oh, no, was shocking, isn't it? Here we go. That's sit down! <laughs> The atmosphere's alright up here. I see you've got a cup of tea. Yeah, I've got a cup of tea. My butler brought it up, so it's better than a bowl in. A hot cup of tea as well, which we never got. 120 seconds for me to get served at 38 minutes for a beer. Well, uh, yeah, that's not bad. You couldn't take it to your seat, though, but look at the bars behind the goal. Have you seen them? Yeah, I know, that's really cool. Yeah, it's a good idea. Don't you love this stadium? Uh, no. London Stadium. It's the Olympic Stadium. Do you know where it is? What, what city is it? Yeah, Stratford. What are you doing? Is that a city? No, that's an area of London. Yes. Come on, come on. We need a solo goal. Oh, I, I could hack it here all season, if I'm honest with you. No, I, I'm not. <laughs> two games in. I'm not sure I can hack it. Well, we got a special. Uh, I might be uh, availing myself of that now and again. Come on. Here we go. On the back. Oh. Put it wide. We're so far up. It looked like it went in. Yeah, I know. Anyway, Nigel, thanks for talking to me. I'm going down for some oxygen. Yeah, you do that, mate. Take it easy. Sherpa Tensing's on his way. (laughs) On comes Fletch. it's quite tasty. good move do you find him tasty So down to 10
4: men bring the strike off hold him midfielder on yeah do you find him tasty yeah
3: do
5: you find
6: him tasty George (laughs) not as tasty as you find him Sean he's very tall
3: to score a goal that we know he can score.
6: Happy bunny, very happy. He plays on the wing.
3: Corner to Bowman with only three minutes to go. Let's hope we keep this one out. He's going to wait for a goal kick. Thank God. Are starting to sit down now after after conceding the goal. No, they're not. Yeah, but some Where?
4: of them are in the
2: past.
4: You're talking
3: minutes we're just four minutes away from our home league debut win John am I cursing it by saying that he's shaking his head by the way Uh, because shaking his head doesn't it doesn't come across very well on the podcast I'm not talking Antonio gets man of the match in his right wing position
5: going to fit right in that boy yeah
3: Caleri missed the that's
6: it that's it first win at the, the London Stadium Caleri is a typical West Ham striker there yeah first win at the London Stadium are you happy Georgie yeah I'd have been happy if
3: we'd
4: have buried that <laughs>
3: Thirty Hammers, full time, yeah, concourse bars, yeah, for an So we're back in the Lighthouse Pub in uh, Hackney Wick, close to Hackney Wick, in Wick Lane. Um, it's quite nice in here but we don't want to tell too many of you about this because we don't want to get too busy. If you
4: get a beer it's quite nice so we're happy with this place. No,
3: it's packed. It's absolutely rammed. Never come to the the Lighthouse Pub. It's got the worst beer and uh, it's crammed. You never get a beer. Anyway, um, what did you think? Full time. 1-0. First
4: win. I'm grateful for the win uh, Grateful for the, for the result uh, The performance We often puffed a lot um, I'm glad for Antonio I think he, he gets a deserved goal uh, I'm not going to steal George's thunder When I tell you what I want to say about Harry. But yeah, I'm glad for the result Valencia Valencia, I I just, I don't know. By the time I hope for Valencia, his goal from outside the box for a hole, his header against, was it Chelsea? I can't remember. A header he scored once and I just thought he was going to be the bollocks.
3: I'm going to ask you two questions. First question is, apart from Caleri, right? Who was... Uh, sorry, no, apart from Valencia and Caleri, you've already mentioned, who else disappointed you on the pitch out of the remaining team?
4: Disappointed me? Yeah,
3: disappointed you.
4: Uh you, I, don't, I, I think Torre, or Tor, or whatever you're going to call him. Torre, I think. I, I just, I think, I think if he gets up to fitness, he, he's got a bit about him. But I don't see how we're fitting him for if Fagouli. If Fagouli is what they say he's going to be. So, no one's disappointed, but no one inspired. I and mean, it's because we are missing our inspirations. We're missing the Lanzinis, the Payettes, you know. So,
3: my next question is excluding Antonio and Byron who was your man of the match
4: My Noble didn't stop running didn't he worked his bollocks off he's a true captain
3: good thank you Jonathan and Georgie Georgie um,
5: what did you think of the game um, I thought it was a difficult game to watch I think until they went down to 10 men it could have gone either way um, but I'm glad we got the win I think we battled hard, kept going to the end, and uh, I am too pleased for Mikhail. We ground out a win. We did. So it's a performance of champions, that is. Yeah, Champions League, <laughs> or just champions? Champions.
3: So, let's, let's get the Caleri comment out of the way.
5: Well, I think I probably said it earlier in the stadium, so you would have just heard it. Um, but I think he'll be in well at West Ham if he misses chances like that. He should have name, so he or? should have buried it. He should have buried it. I think he'd done well to hold off the defender who's clearly fastening him. I think, I, I think you should do a little story on
4: your little website thing. What's it called? ClarenceHugh.info. Oh, yeah. I think you should do a little story on there aimed at their club and saying 80 million buyout. There you go. Yeah.
3: So I'm going to ask the same question to you, apart from uh, Valencia and Clary, who disappointed you in today's match?
5: Apart from Valencia and Clary, I wouldn't say Clary disappointed me, me? I think he done. not I think someone's just said this in the pub, he's done more, he done more in that 15 minutes, 20 minutes he was on than Valencia did for the time he was on, so um, who disappointed me? I don't, I don't know. I don't Let's be a bit more
4: positive. Who yeah. inspired
5: you?
3: Right, yeah. Who who inspired you, or who was your man of the match, apart from Antonio and Byron? My man of the match was Arthur Masawakou. Oh, really? Our le- new left-back from Olympiacos.
5: Olympiacos, nearly. Olympiacos. Uh, yeah, I thought he played really well. I didn't put foot wrong. Scorchio Looked solid. He was good with the ball. Made a few good passes. I think he's a good signing a good standing for Creswell good little
4: fight. to be fair to George there he's, he's absolutely right and he, he is out of the two games we've had in the league so far yeah. he has done nothing wrong that man yeah and he's, a, he's a really going to put Creswell under pressure
3: Creswell now. who? Um, yeah I'm going to echo it was it was a hard game to watch standing up and um, but the result is all that counts at the end of the day three points on the table before we place Man City which is a great link into um, our predictions really for Man City away George was going to go but couldn't be asked in the end because it's like 220 miles away your prediction from
5: Man City Uh, depends what team turns up who's fit who's going to be fit Is is anyone coming back from injury
3: it's not an injury podcast, just give us a prediction. Well, no, it's a West Ham podcast, and I'm talking about West Ham injuries. Well, I don't know. Um, Payet could be back. Uh, obviously, Coyote was back. Who who knows? I don't think any of. Who are you waiting for to come back to make a difference? Who change your prediction? Payet and Lanzini, Andres Lanzini. Lanzini ain't coming back. I thought he was back training. He is training, but he won't be fit to start uh, next week.
5: I'm not sure a it's gonna be risk Steven. Well, we'll get smashed if we play like we did today. You reckon they're gonna smash our back doors in? I think so. I'll say four 0 city if we play like we did today. Ouch, ouch I just think you know, Bournemouth had a few good chances today to score. When you got when you're playing against De Bruyne and Aguero, they're gonna make you pay. Okay,
3: 4 0, smash our back doors in. Uh John
4: <laughs> so, well, you've got to bring the back doors into it. Um, I seriously I so does anyone else think this? I I think the club are hiding Payet. I think that there's nothing wrong with him. You're crazy. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the man. There's nothing wrong with him. I just think they want to keep him under wraps until the transfer window goes and then they're going to bring him back in their play. Give a what,
3: what, for what reason?
4: Well, because... Who's talking about Payet now? No one. After the Euros, everyone was talking about him. What, what injury has he got? A little knot. A little knock, yeah, okay. So, no pie yet next week. And I mean, I think we're going to get beat. I don't think it'll be as bad as that, but I think we're we'll get... We're not going to score, because we've got no one who can, so...
3: Give us your most um, optimistic prediction.
4: 2-0 shitty.
3: 2-0 city. Um... Do you know what? I'm going to be a little bit more optimistic. I think we're going to defend, defend, defend. I'm going to go for defending for our lives. I agree with John. I don't see a scoring. I'm going to go nil-nil, nil point. Well, one point if we get that, because uh, I can't, I can't predict against my team losing. Anyway, that's it for us from the Lighthouse Pub, which you shouldn't come to because it's really busy, really expensive, and, and shit, it's really bad. Yeah, really grimy. Um, hopefully, we're still in holiday season, this is another outside broadcast, we will be back uh, in the studio very soon. Hopefully. We don't know when, but we will be back in the studio soon. So it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from George. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from John.
4: The good thing is, we're not a proper podcast, so we can do what we want. We can
3: do what we want. John, say goodbye. 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 Come on, you irons. Bobby Moore, more than
2: just a podcast. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast.